Hey everybody. You know, sometimes more knowledge brings confusion rather than clarity. And today we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about getting cooked in the squat. So stay tuned on this episode of the All Around Growth Podcast. Good morning. This is episode number 171 of the show that is intended to provide insight and tools to building the lives and homesteads of our dreams. My name is Rob Kaiser and I am your host. Today is Thursday, August 12th, and it's my Friday. I've decided to take some four-day weekends this month. So this may be the, the last early morning podcast of the week. We'll see what happens tomorrow, but whatever the case may be, it will certainly not be a morning commute episode, but let's get reading. Most of us make fun of the idea that ignorance is bliss and pride ourselves in not being one of the ignorant. However, I see a reverse phenomenon that is also quite interesting. The paradox of knowledge is this. The more we know, the more we realize what we don't know. Thus, a person who begins studying butterflies discovers that thousands of species that exist. A person who wants to buy a car can get lost in consumer reports, safety studies, and resale potential. I see students continuing the pursuit of more and more degrees, quote, getting ready, close quote, for that first job. I see people looking for a job who spend six months researching companies and job search strategies. I encounter the frustrated employee who wants his or her own business and spends 10 years carefully planning every possible outcome. Quote, action may not always bring happiness, but there is no happiness without action. Close quote. Benjamin Disraeli. One of Zig Ziglar's famous stories is of a childhood neighbor lady who pulled some biscuits out of the oven that were no thicker than silver dollars. When little Zig asked what happened, the cook laughed and said, well, those biscuits squatted to rise, but they just got cooked in the squat. I see people who have gotten, quote, cooked in the squat, close quote. They are going to do something just as soon as they gather all the necessary information. But weeks, months, and then years slip by. Protected in the safety of gathering more information, they miss new opportunities altogether. A client told me he had gone to work at the local bank, just as a temporary position until he could do a little research about which career field to really pursue. Guess what? That was 17 years ago and he's still at the bank. The acceptable illusion of still getting ready robbed him of 17 years of his life. Quote, you don't have to be great to get started, but you have to get started to be great. Les Brown. When do you have enough knowledge to start something new? When you decide to take action, the baby eagle learns how to fly as he is heading straight towards the rocks below, not while sitting on the edge of the nest. 
The business owner learns while hiring, buying, and making mistakes more than while sitting in a classroom. The unemployed person approaches success while knocking on doors, making phone calls, and getting repeated rejections, not while scanning the internet and reading textbooks. Quote, there is no more miserable human being than the one in whom nothing is habitual but indecision. Close quote. William James. Don't get cooked in the squat. It will cripple you. And before we read a couple questions for the day to give us some direction, we're going to look at something from the Bible. And further by these, my son, be admonished. Of making many books, there is no end. And much study is a weariness of the flesh. That's from Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verse 12. And finally, the direction for today. What is a decision you are waiting to make? Do you perhaps have enough knowledge to make a decision and move on? Let me repeat that one more time before we get started. What is a decision you are waiting to make? Do you perhaps have enough, quote, knowledge, close quote, to make a decision and move on? All right, deep questions to give us some direction for today. For those of you who don't know and can't already put the pieces together, what I just read from was a book called Rudder of the Day by Dan Miller, author of 48 Days to the Work and Life You Love. The book was originally titled 48 Days to the Work You Love, 20th anniversary edition that was released this year or late last year was retitled to 48 Days to the Work and Life You Love, because life isn't all about work, but work is a part of life. The reason I like to begin my day oftentimes with this book, and I used to begin the, begin the day uh, journaling and reading this and setting the tone for the day, but I keep these books in my truck now and I use them as fodder for conversation for the podcast because I think that this is such a, a, a fine way to begin the day. And rather than read my devotionals and pick one, I'll do that sometimes. Lately I've been doing this selecting a devotional at random reading and talking about what's on my mind, how it applies to the devotional, or how the devotional applies to my life. I guess that's the same thing, just phrased differently, but I suspect you're picking up what I'm putting down. All right, I initially, I walk over to the passenger side of my truck when I get in, and I put my lunch bag and my little my little fanny pack, I, I guess. It's a, it's a little Mountain Smith bag. Um, 
set those on the passenger seat. And I picked this up and I read. The title of the pages in the book today are Cooked in the Squat. And I thought, what the hell does that mean? Never heard this before. And I didn't really want to... <laughs> I didn't really want to read about it. Because I... I oftentimes... If there's something that I don't want to talk about or don't want to read, I'll push myself and I'll go ahead and do it. And there's a reason why I don't want to do some of the things I don't want to do. There's a lot of reasons why. But I find that with regard to this podcast, when I end up talking about something that I am not really interested in talking about or even feeling challenged with talking about, I find that pushing through that and getting a little uncomfortable does me some good. And hopefully there's some value in it for you too. And it incentivizes you to do the same in your life with things that make you uncomfortable. So, there was something in here that caught my eye and I realized, nah, this is a, this is a good, good thing to read today and a good thing to talk about. And it was in bold letters on the second page. And all I read was, when you decide to take action, and that was written after, when do you have enough knowledge to start something new? The answer to having enough knowledge and when is enough to start something new, there is no answer. There is no right answer. And this was something that's been communicated to me via my health coach regarding some of the ideas that I have about starting little things on the side. And there's a whole lot of little ideas that I think I could work on and uh, have as things that provide various smaller streams of income on the homestead, which would eventually make up for the income that I have from the one-day job and hopefully exceed the income that I receive from the day job. But this time, I have no income and I need to, I need to start something. I need to start somewhere. So we've got to start. And what we read about in these two pages about obtaining information and learning more and getting more degrees, sometimes there's value in that, but more often than not, there isn't it gives us more time and creates more time. We fall into the illusion of 
preparation. But sometimes we spend too much time preparing, not enough time executing. I mean, cripes, we read about the client that Dan had that went to work at a local bank. You know, just a temporary job. Something to pay the bills while he did a little bit of research about what career field to pursue. 17 years later, he's still at the bank. What are you doing? Where are you at? Are you where you want to be? Is your day job something that serves you? I mean, is there more, are there more pros than cons? something to think about and if you're at a point where you're realizing there's more cons than pros or based on new information that has been presented to you you're realizing that the potential for more cons than pros is high and you realize that that may not necessarily be the case now but it's highly likely it's going to be the case in the future. And for those of you who listen to the show that are also fans of the Survival Podcast by Jack Spierko, you may be familiar with the parable of the grasshopper and the ant. And I'm going to do my best to share this story briefly with you because this is something to just came to mind based on what we read today about taking action versus uh, preparation or, you know, not doing so. So in the summertime, just like summertime now, at least here in Northeast Ohio, it's August 12th, grasshoppers are getting big, flittering around, flying around. They are in abundance. Everything is green. We've had more rain this summer than we've had in past years. Everything is lush and growing quite well. The grasshoppers running around, eating, having a great time, playing music, and the ant is preparing back and forth and back and forth into his little anthill under the ground, putting away stores for winter. And the grasshopper sees him doing this as he's having a good time and says, hey, ant, what are you doing? What's going on? The ant says, the good times aren't always going to be here. Winter is coming. I have to get ready. The grasshopper says, no, it's, everything is fine. This is great. This is great. The ant says, okay, I got to get back to work. So this pattern continues. Cool, we cool weather. Cool breezes start to blow, days get shorter, nights get longer. The grasshopper invites the ant to join him. The ant says, I gotta keep going, I gotta keep working. The grasshopper chides him and talks about how 
great the weather is that cool nights are great for sleeping the days aren't so hot anymore the ant keeps working the ant keeps working one day there's not a whole lot to eat things have dried up weather's getting cold grasshoppers running around looking for food there's not anything to eat figures he can go check on his friend the ant he's been preparing all year goes and knocks on the ant's door the ant is nowhere to be found the ant is occupied taking care of himself and his own his colony his family we'd like to think that the grasshopper learned his lesson but the weather got cold the grasshopper died It wasn't so much that the grasshopper got stuck in analysis paralysis. It's more like the grasshopper never engaged the analytical part of his little grasshopper brain and never thought, period. Now, grasshoppers and ants, they don't really think. They're not these humanized creatures like we make them out to be in these old stories and fables. But in doing so, we learn something. We learn what it means to be prepared, what it means to get prepared, what it means to think analytically, logically. And we also learn what we think to be um, we also learn what we think to um, I just got distracted I had to wave Eric he was nice enough to wait for me um, <laughs> but uh, I'm sitting here and a recording a podcast so I'm waving him away no you don't need to wait for me to pick me up thank you though anyways When do you have enough knowledge to start something new? When you decide to take action. Don't get stuck overthinking things. Don't get stuck in analysis paralysis. Figure out something that you want to do. Do it. If it doesn't work, stop it. Do something else. And finally, to give you some direction for today, what is a decision you are waiting to make? Do you perhaps have enough, quote, knowledge, close quote, to make a decision and move on? Chances are you do. 
So what's holding you back? This is Rob Kaiser, and thank you.